Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Welcome to Weed and Grub Spotlight Series, everyone. Yeah, this is a series where we talk with companies and brands that we believe in. People making the world a better place. That's what's up, right? Yep. It's everything. Enjoy this episode. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? This is so fun already. We're already like in the pocket. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. joining us today. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Would we... you mind introducing... Start again. All right. Would you mind introducing yourself and saying your name and what you do so everyone knows your voice? Sure. Of course. Uh, so I'm Allison Luvera, and I'm the head of marketing for Curvana, which is a California-based vape pen company. And you also enjoy Jason Statham. I do enjoy Jason Statham and The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping <Nice>. right in. <laughs> the hard-hitting questions. The hard-hitting questions. <laughs> when did you uh, get into cannabis? So I got into cannabis about a year and a half ago. And prior to that, I'd been working in wine and spirits. So as I'm sure you know, there's a lot of people coming over to the cannabis industry from the wine and spirits industry. There's some similarities between the two. And, um, you know, I was just super excited about the cannabis opportunity. Um, I personally use edibles to help me with insomnia or helping me sleep. So I've been following the progression of the industry for a while. And um, I actually just kind of moved out to California because this is where a lot of it's happening without a job, um, started interviewing and was fortunate enough to to find Curvana, um, which is, you know, pretty, pretty much the number one premium vape pen brand in California. Um, and they were looking for a head of marketing and, and everything just kind of worked out beautifully. It's been a really exciting year and a half learning the space and and really getting involved in the industry on the ground floor. Yeah, what an exciting time. One of the Absolutely. first Curvana pro- uh, products that I knew about was the Ascend. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's our flagship vape pen line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's high potency, high cannabinoid. So um, it's it's been really popular amongst bud tenders, amongst those experienced cannabis users that are really looking for that that high potency hit. That's where I was uh, informed. Some a bud tender recommended it to me, which is yeah. such a good sign. Yeah, and it's funny because that's actually one of the you know I when I first came to California, I was interviewing with a lot of different brands, and what really tipped the scales um, into the Curvana area for me was when I was going to dispensaries and just asking bud tenders, you know, what do you recommend? What are your favorite products? What do you like to smoke? And I mean, almost every single dispensary I went into, the bud tenders are just raving about Curvana. So I was like, okay, well, there's definitely something to this. The product is speaking for itself. And um, so that's really one of the, the first um, reasons that I got super excited about Curvana. But how steep was your learning curve? You know, it's... <sighs> It's interesting because I, so before Wine and Spirits, I actually worked in fashion and media. And I think that the transition from fashion and media to Wine and Spirits was more difficult than Wine and Spirits to cannabis because they're both regulated industries. There are a lot of similarities between the two. And at the end of the day, they both are like 
agriculturally based products that you consume. So there's, it actually was a little bit easier for me. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously it's tricky because you've, the regulatory environment around cannabis is so it's ever changing and it's, it's, it's different in every area, but that was pretty easy to learn. And, um, I think I kind of had the baseline knowledge of how to operate within a highly regulated space. So it was, it was, you know, challenging, but not as challenging as I expected to be perfectly honest. And I think it helps too, that I'm, I'm organically very passionate about the space and the opportunity of the plant. And so when you, when you're legitimately interested in, in the product you're working on or the category you're working on, it's just much easier to kind of dive in and get acclimated. Do you guys have any collaborations with any celebs or influencers right now? Because so, I feel like the Carvana brand really stands alone as its own thing. It's not, I haven't seen any partnerships. Yeah, we haven't had any formal partnerships. We're actually working on a couple right now that I have to keep confidential until they're announced. Um, Is it The Rock? Oh, please. It's not The Rock, unfortunately. <laughs> what if we <laughs> that have... That would be a dream. <laughs> what if we have everyone who listens to this sign an NDA and send it back to us? Yes, we can 100%. That, okay. could, that could work. Okay, just DM us, everyone. (laughs) But the really cool thing is even though we haven't done any formal collaborations or partnerships, we've gotten some great organic, um, I guess like organic endorsements from some celebrity fans that just have kind of stumbled upon our product or we've sent them our product and they've loved it and asked for more and they've posted about it on social media. Um, Kim Kardashian being one, um, she actually posted about our new CBD vape pen line before it was even launched because she got her hands on a a preview of it. And, um, you know, it's, it's just so wild because there are definitely brands that spend like, I can't even imagine how much money trying to get her to post about their products. And she just kind of did it for us because she, she legitimately liked it. Mm -hmm. So that was like really cool. And we see stuff like that happening a lot. Is that the kind of thing when you wake up to something like that, is that for you the thing where it's like, that's why I do this. And that's why I think I'm really good at this. Or is that a bonus to (laughs) like what's driving you to do this every day? Um, It's definitely a bonus. Let's say it's a, As a cherry on top, I, I definitely don't wake up in the morning and think to myself, how am I going to get Kim Kardashian to, <laughs> to like what I do? <laughs> that, would be, that would be a terrible way to yeah. live. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it's great to see people that just, you know, legitimately like our products and, and feel like they want to support what we're doing and, and get on board with the mission without us having to pay them to do so. You know, like that's, that, that to me is, is really gratifying because it, it means that we're doing things right. Our product is speaking for itself. Um, and, you know, if if there's all these incredibly influential people loving it, hopefully, you know, the masses will love it too. So speaking of the CBD pen that you guys have, is that one of the trends that you've identified in cannabis that's really important yeah, to lean absolutely. into? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see CB- CBD is just everywhere right now. It's, it's almost like we were talking about turmeric before. It's like that sort of like trendy buzzword or buzz ingredient of the moment. Um, and so, you know, we wanted to do CBD in a really high quality way, in a way that made sense for us, um, you know, because that's what we're all about. So we have a line of full spectrum CBD oil cartridges, um, that don't have THC in them. So, um, for us, that was important to, to do it full spectrum so that you've got these other um, cannabinoids and flavonoids and everything that, that kind of makes CBD work. Um, you see a lot of isolate out in the marketplace. We're not really into that. That's not really what we stand for. Um, we think that 
the CBD is more efficacious if it's got, you know, a full spectrum aspect to it. So it was really important for us to do CBD, but do it the right way. Um, and then we're really excited about this line in particular of CBD vape pens because we, you know, in contrast to our Ascend line that is super high potency and, and sort of resonates with those experienced cannabis users, we feel like CBD is kind of, um, you know, more approachable for novice cannabis users. And it's mm -hmm. important to us to also welcome those people into the space and kind of show them um, a cannabis product that works for them and maybe isn't as intimidating as this, you know, strain of, of flour or strain of oil that's super, super potent. And your reach uh, with the CBD pens is larger than it is just in the California market because you're able to ship across the country? Correct. We're really excited about this. Um, so we have our cannabis-derived CBD line that's available here in California at retail. And then we have a hemp-derived version of the same line that we're actually about to launch this month um, via e-commerce direct-to-consumer. So it'll be available nationwide. There's obviously a few states where we have to avoid for regulatory reasons, but we're really excited about that because that's going to be our first big push outside of the state of California. Would you mind, would you feel comfortable talking a little bit about insomnia? Sure. Is that okay? Okay. I just, I don't want to dig too <laughs> deep into your personal life, but you're the first person we've spoken to who oh, really? has been affected by it. And yeah. it, it's something I'm, I don't know much about it all. Mm -hmm. And I think is not to make you interesting because of it, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's not. And it, and when I use the word insomnia, I think it makes it sound much more official than it is, but I've just always had trouble sleeping. Yeah. Um, either trouble falling asleep because I've got so much on my mind. I'm stressed about this, that, and the other. I'm anxious or waking up in the middle of the night, 3am, 4am, not being able to fall back asleep. I've struggled with that for years and years and years. Um, and it's interesting, my mother does too. So I don't know if there's like a connection there, but, um, and I'm also someone that is terrified of strong prescription medications and overuse of them. So I've always been hesitant to try Ambien, hesitant to try anything like that. I mean, I won't even take a sleeping pill on a transatlantic flight. Like it just makes me nervous. So I, you know, I think maybe three years ago, I can't remember, three, four years ago, um, I was actually on a ski trip in Colorado, and this was when, um, you know, the cannabis was kind of only really happening in Colorado, and I went to a dispensary called Silver Peak with some of my friends, and I, you know, this was my first experience with cannabis in an official capacity, and I just remember, like, being there and being so overwhelmed and impressed by the breadth of products and how, you know, knowledgeable the bud tenders were. And I started chit-chatting with them about how um, they're like, what are you looking for? Like, what are you trying to solve with this? And, and I think that was the first time that it really crystallized for me that there's real medicinal applications and, and that it's more than just, you know, having a joint and getting high with friends. So I was chatting with them and telling them about how I have trouble sleeping and they, they encouraged me to try a couple different kinds of edibles, indica edibles for it. Um, and it was kind of life changing. Like I, I just had never, you know, I don't, I had never really considered that. I didn't know it was a possibility and, um, you know, having, being able to use edibles and experiment with different delivery systems of cannabis to help me sleep better was, you know, really exciting for me because as much as I didn't want to try prescription pills, cannabis felt different. It's, it's natural. It's a plant, mm -hmm. you know, it's not, 
and and for me too it's i don't ever feel out of control like i know that some of my friends that take ambien do like side effects um, yeah. are waking up feeling refreshed. I think yeah, Roseanne Barr really blamed aren't. her entire meltdown on Ambien oh, use, yeah. right? Like yeah, there's, yeah. Totally. And not to go to, I mean, we're going back to pop culture, but in Big Little Lies, there was a whole storyline around the one of the characters Nicole played by Kidman. Nicole Kidman yeah. and how she was taking Ambien and she almost lost her custody of her children because of it. So it, it terrifies me not to knock anyone that, that uses it because I have many, many friends that do, mm-hmm. but... I felt much more comfortable with cannabis. I have no side effects. It helps me fall asleep. It helps me stay asleep. It's all natural. And it really, that experience was what got me to pay more attention to the industry and start researching it and following it. And ultimately, a couple of years later, here I am in California working in the industry. So awesome. Is <laughs> yeah. it chocolate? Do you or do you go chocolate? So um, I've I've actually experimented with a lot of different products. Um, my current favorites and go-tos are the Kiva Caminos, uh, the purple package, which totally. is the Indica's. Um, I love it. They're consistent. Um, it's to me that's like a really a really good um, head change that I get from that. Um, I also am a big fan of Plus products. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, I like Plus products as well. So, but I like to experiment with different ones, and I'm a big fan of always getting into the dispensaries and talking to people. So I'm always at retail talking to bud tenders, like, what do you recommend? Like, what's new? What do you have your eye on? So. When they recommend something, I'll generally try new things here and there, but those are my staples. Do you find yourself talking to people about distillate versus full spectrum uh, at all? Yeah, yeah, we get the question a lot. um, And I think what's interesting about questions like that is that there's not a huge understanding, um, you know, at at scale um, from a consumer perspective of like what all of these different things mean. And, And you see, even to go further, there's so many different extraction processes. There's so many different... There's so many different phytochemicals in the plant. Um, you know, you talk about terpenes, you talk about flavonoids, you talk about cannabinoids. And I just think like, yes, there's definitely consumers that are very well versed and know what all of those things are. But the, for the most part, people don't. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one more way in which education, consumer education, bud tender education becomes so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got to talk about uh, women in the workplace. Absolutely. But I'm not asking that. (laughs) (laughs) That's something we talk about a lot on here as well is, you know, just as this industry is really getting rolling, we really are at the very beginning of it. And one of the most important things is, you know, for me, seeing female leaders in the space. Absolutely. How do you see that unfolding in your in your sort of role as head of marketing for a huge cannabis brand? So it's interesting. I get this question a lot, I think, just as a as a female. so my experience, my personal experience has been very good, right? Like I'm, I think there's a lot of diversity at Kirvana. Yes, our CEO is male, but there's a lot of women in leadership positions. We're a very diverse company as a whole. Um, and so I've been very encouraged by my personal experience, but I'm definitely seeing an interesting, I don't know if it's a trend, but you, you do see a lot of these larger companies coming to the space with their sort of all male all white board of directors from alternate industries and um that does concern me a little bit that it's taking the industry in a different direction um i was actually having a conversation 
with the chief marketing officer of one of those such companies and I actually made a comment about their board of directors and he said back to me, and I will keep the name of this person confidential, but he said back to me, well, you know, if you want to get money from old white dudes, you need old white dudes to do that. Oh, man. And I was just kind of like, what do you even say back to something like that? Because even if it's... Keep the system the same. Yeah, even if it's true, I don't think that's a great attitude to have. Um, And so I was a little bit surprised and discouraged that there's definitely people in the the space that hold those views. Um, And there are definitely... Um, some companies that, unlike Kirvana, are not as diverse and are not as, uh, you know, supportive of having diverse leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I hope for the best. I think the interesting thing with cannabis is that obviously it's a it's a brand new industry. So we do collectively have the chance to correct some of isu- some issues in that uh, area that affect other industries and are sort of systemic and, and you know, rooted in hundreds of years of, of behavior. But... Um, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I have been seeing some discouraging things recently. Along with advocacy, uh, or I was going to say along with market research and, um, all of the things that Carvana is doing, do you have time for advocacy? Is there any part of the company that's sort of focused on reform at all at a, at a state or federal level still? So we advocacy in terms of like policymaking sort of, you know, yeah, prisoners have, who are still serving sentences. So we we work with. Um, it's not out of my department, so I'm not super well versed in it. But um, we have uh, people that work with government affairs officials. We have people on retainer that are kind of involved in policy making. Um, so we are involved in that. Again, it's not out of my department, but. Um, it is something we talk about too. We talk about social justice a little bit. We don't have any formal programs right now to support it, but we also talk a lot about sustainability. Um, you know, we've in the past had sort of a cartridge recycling program. It didn't have a whole lot of traction, so we're currently working through what we can do to replace that program. Um, we're looking at our packaging, the materials that go into all of our packaging, like seeing what we can do to make that more sustainable. So we do look at these types of things, and we are working on some formal programs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where our, our company gets more involved is at the, at the local community level. Um, so we are involved in a lot of different nonprofits and, and community organizations down in Orange County. Um, so Kirvana in the local community definitely like supports a lot of, um, a lot of different initiatives when it comes to the kind of, I don't know, advocacy. Mm-hmm. I'd like space. to pitch you an idea. Great. All you ears. Know, you know how they, for sustainability, you know how they have paper straws mm-hmm. now? Yep. Paper cartridges? <laughs> paper vapes? Paper vapes. Yeah. Right? I love that. Innovative. How about that, huh? I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> wide rule, yeah. paper vapes. Well, yeah. it's definitely, I mean, the sustainability in cannabis as a whole, I'm going high level outside of our company, is a huge opportunity. It's a nightmare, but it's an because, opportunity. Yeah, because it's just... It's difficult. I mean, the regulations it, make the, the regulations packaging alone like highly it, sort of oh, you know, yeah. high impact, right? It's 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 crazy, and I think um, there's so many there's so much red tape around recycling anything that has touched cannabis as well. So I think um, 
the person that can kind of crack this code <laughs> is going to have a nice little business on their hands because yeah. it's a huge opportunity to improve for the industry as a whole. I think we're all kind of struggling with it and trying to innovate on that front at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, you're looking at the CEO of the first paper vape company right now. Nice. So <laughs> I hope you all remember this conversation. I think it's genius. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, I was like reading an article recently about this trend in Southeast Asia where, um, at, I'm, I'm going to misquote terribly, but at, at grocery stores, essentially, um, they're, they're actually like wrapping food in banana leaves versus plastic or anything else because it's just more sustainable. And I was literally thinking the other day, like, could we wrap something in banana leaves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's insane. <laughs> or palm leaves. I mean, yeah. blunts, right? But it's, yeah. um, but it, it's interesting to see like all the kind of in- solutions that people are coming up with. And I think there's a lot of opportunity in our space. So we hope to be a part of that. It's definitely something that's a priority for us. So on that note, what does the future look like for Carvana and you? I mean, we just want to keep expanding. So I mean, we've obviously had a lot of success in California. We want to continue to dominate our category in California, but we want to both expand geographically and then expand into other categories, um, create new products. We have an awesome R&D team, and they work directly with our CEO, who's so passionate about product development. And um, we've got a lot of really cool things that we're working on that we want to put out to market that I think um, will expand us beyond the vape space. Nice. Yeah. But really you're not allowed exciting. to say what yet? Not yet. Okay. Ooh. Not yet. Will you drop it here when, you do, when you're allowed to say? Absolutely. Great. <laughs> awesome. Mm. You'll be the first to know. And that's on a recording, <laughs> so it's locked in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, um, I mean, what's your snack game like? Yes. Oh, this is going to be such a boring answer. I'm like a pretty healthy snacker. Mm-hmm. So fruit, nuts. I am partial to cashews and macadamia nuts. Yes. And um, if I'm going to like go crazy, feeling really hungry, I'll have popcorn. I eat popcorn a lot. Are you, ba- are you making it in a microwave or you have a big skillet with some oil and you're popping kernels? I, I actually do both. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I prefer the skillet. The, the old-fashioned way of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. That's how my dad always used to make it for us when we were growing up. But you don't always have the time. No. And you don't always have the loose kernels. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you've always got a couple of boxes of microwavable popcorn in your pantry. Always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my favorite thing to do... Uh, like when you're making a big fresh batch from the skillet is when you add that salt and do the toss, toss, toss. Oh, that to yeah. That to me is just You so know, fun. I have a couple of friends too that get really gourmet with it. Um, I've never been able to nail their recipes, but they'll do, instead of butter and salt, they do olive oil and different like herbs and peppers. And yep. I can't nail that recipe, but it's delicious when they make it. Yeah. <laughs> you can also do bacon fat. If you're, if you oh. want to be super decadent, yo, yeah, holy shit, I'm gonna have to try that because I'm a big, I'm a big bacon. Yeah, fan. reserve your bacon fat. Pop some popcorn in it. Throw a little salt on there. Oh, somehow can we also <laughs> infuse it with CBD? Yeah, absolutely. Be... Oh, totally. Okay. Yep. Or you could just hit... don't don't air that. That's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> or hit. I your don't pen. want someone else to do it. <laughs> yeah. Kim Kardashian is like, now I got gotcha. like... you. <laughs> 
Um, what what in that fruit area? Like I I feel like the go to is apple, but no. I think berries. I'm a berry eater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially in California, it was so funny because I lived in New York for so long, and fruits and vegetables, fresh produce is so expensive in Manhattan. It's ridiculous. And then you come out to California, I feel like it's free. Like yeah. it's so. I pick it from my neighbor's yard. Yeah. <laughs> I walk in oh, that's and I stealing. See, like, that's not free. That's stealing. I see like oh. blueberries for a dollar, and I just can't help myself. I have to buy like ten things of blueberries because it's just so inexpensive it's great it's awesome yeah it's been a, a definite um a good thing about moving out here heck yes yes like do you just snack all day is it like every three hours i'm gonna pop some berries pop some cashews and burn that energy clean no um if you want me to get very specific with my eating schedule i mean <laughs> yeah and then we'll post it i do eggs in the morning I'm a, I always do eggs in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I don't eat till lunch. I eat lunch and I usually do a big lunch. I like to have like meat and like greens and everything for lunch. And then I always have a late afternoon snack because I work out in the evenings. Nice. So I usually do like I'll either go to a class or the gym or I'll do like a, a beach run around sunset. Mm. So I need like some fuel. And then dinner is really light for me. So yeah. I, I come home and I'm just a lot of times I'll just do like roasted vegetables and mushrooms or like I won't even do like meat at night so the my my snacking game is really the late afternoon you know kind of combating being tired and also getting me ready for my workout whatever it's going to be that's that's my you know that's my eating strategy it's good living (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's much better than the uh not that exciting but (laughs) it's most smart because like um both of us at one time or another have fallen in the habit where it's like i'm just not going to eat all day so i have energy and then you eat as much as you can at four o'clock and then you fall asleep like you know it's like whoops yeah yeah that wasn't a good plan not ideal (laughs) so do you have a dog or a cat i don't i don't do you want one you know, I would love to have a pet. I don't trust that I could take care of it. Oh, I thought you were going to say I don't trust pets. <laughs> no, I, I don't trust that I could take care of it well enough. I mean, I travel a lot. Yeah. I'm kind of always out and about. Um, I'm back and forth between L.A. and Orange County quite a bit. So I just, I don't know, it feels like a big commitment. I'm like struggling to keep my basil plant alive at this point. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, a, a living Animal feels daunting, mm-hmm. <laughs> but ideally, yeah, I would someday love to have a dog, hmm. a big dog. I'm gonna need a yard for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, ooh, yeah. that's put that on the vision board. Big yard, big yes. yard, big dog. Yes, that's great. Cheap fruit. Yeah, that's living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so reasonable. It's really nice. Yeah, the bar set low. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people find you and find Carvana? Find, um, so Curvana right now, I mean, we're in most California dispensaries. Um, MedMen is our biggest partner, so we're always going to be in a MedMen as well, um, since that's they're sort of all over the state. And then, um, you know, in after the next month, you'll be able to also find us on our website. So our e-commerce should be launching in the next couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be available online as well for purchase, which is super exciting. Which means, again, everybody who's listening to this can go on your website, absolutely. order, have it delivered to your door, and experience this for themselves. Yeah, absolutely, which is great. We're so excited. And it's at Curvana um, on at, Instagram? Yes, we're actually um, at Curvana.official on Instagram. And Curvana.com? Correct, Curvana.com. 
perfect. And it's at Kim Kardashian, at Jason Statham, and I think it's I think at it's the Rock. It's actually Kim Kardashian West. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he at the Rock or Dwayne? It doesn't matter. We'll look no it up idea. later. Yeah. <laughs> great. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you so Thank much. You. It's, it's really been a pleasure. Great to meet you. Yeah. Uh, we're at Weed and Grub on Instagram and everywhere, and weedandgrub.com on the internet. If you want to know more about us, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.